Haiti Case Study Podcast. Haiti is a Caribbean country that has a border with the Dominican Republic. It sits on a fault line and is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere with a HDI of 169 out of 189. Its capital is Port-au-Prince. On January 12, 2010, there was an earthquake just 10 miles outside of the capital, measuring a 7 on the Richter scale and lasting for approximately 50 seconds. It had five aftershocks, ranging from 4.5 to 6 on the Richter scale. This earthquake damaged a lot of main infrastructure, such as roads and airports. While disputed, the Haiti government says that approximately 300,000 people were killed as a result of the earthquake and a third of Haiti's total population were affected. Later that year, in October 2010, the rural village of St. Mark had the first cases of cholera, although at first nobody was sure what it was as cholera hadn't been in Haiti for at least a hundred years, if ever. They only knew the symptoms of cholera, which include diarrhea, vomiting, sickness and fever. They also didn't know that drinking and eating contaminated food and water transmitted it. Because of this, it took a week to even confirm that it was cholera. This meant that the spread was higher. A hurricane which hit the country shortly after also increased the rate of infection. The UN had a base in Maribolé that housed Nepalese soldiers that had just helped in Nepal earlier that year with a cholera epidemic. They were infected and when the UN base's toilets had their sewage systems break, it spilled into the Artibonite River, which is the main water source. The journalist Simon Walker discovered this. The UN, however, denied any responsibility for it, and the Haitians were angered at them and started to protest their presence in the country. In 2015, the UN finally admitted guilt. There were around 820,000 recorded cases in total of cholera and around 10,000 people were killed. The response to the cholera outbreak was slow as it was delayed because of the damaged airports and roads, meaning that the aid had to first go to the Dominican Republic before entering Haiti. The Haitian government were unable to create a response plan at first, so aid agencies had to create it, thus further delaying aid. Overall, however, the response plan was successful. It was a two-pronged approach. The prongs saved lives and halted the spread. To do this, they created a direct treatment centre to relieve hospitals in urban areas. The rural areas were given mobile medical units with the same aim as the treatment centres. They had set up oral rehydration centres and widespread education campaigns. They also trained hospital and medical staff to deal with cholera. 
This campaign caused the mortality to drop from 10% in October 2010 to less than 1% in January 2011. Cholera has not been eradicated yet, however, because there's still no widespread access to clean water. In conclusion, the Haiti cholera outbreak was a disaster that could have been avoided with better hygiene practices and infrastructure in place.